Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Josh Siegel. Democrats and Republicans are one-upping each other to use China as a political attacking point in the clean energy debate. Republicans say that the Biden administration is increasing U.S. reliance on imports from China as it moves to rapidly green the economy. But Democrats argue the GOP has no coherent strategy to onshore those supply chains and are forcing U.S. companies to rely on Chinese parts. This partisan divide comes as relations between Washington and Beijing aren't that great, and as both are trying to become the world's dominant clean energy economy. So today, Politico's Kelsey Tamburino and I discuss how China's clean energy industry is keeping Congress in a partisan knot. It's Monday, May 8th. It's such an important issue because it's one that we're not going to see go away anytime soon. Both the U.S. and China are vying to kind of take control of the clean energy supply chain and kind of lead the transition that we're expecting to see in the years ahead. And on the Hill, we continue to see Republicans in both chambers push this point of China's role in the supply chain for technologies like solar and batteries and electric vehicles. So this is something they're going to continue to make a point on in the months ahead. On the Democratic side, you know, you see an acknowledgement that a lot of the components of these clean energy technologies rely on China and an emphasis on on the Inflation Reduction Act to bring that supply chain here. But I mean, in the months ahead, the years ahead, as we go into election season, this is going to be something that we continue to see Democrats grappling with and a point that Republicans are going to continue to make. For sure. And Democrats are accusing the GOP of lacking any strategy, though, to help grow the U.S., clean tech industry. So what's the recent evidence of that? So we really saw this coming to a head recently as House Republicans passed their debt ceiling package that repeals the tax credits under the Inflation Reduction Act. Many of those tax credits go toward clean energy technology. And in the same week, we saw Republicans also pass a Congressional Review Act resolution to undo President Biden's two-year pause on new solar import tariffs. The argument there was that that was really meant to emphasize President Biden's looking weak on China and kind of allowing Chinese components to be shuffled through these four countries in question and make their way into the U.S. and really was an argument against enforcing or was an argument in in favor of enforcing U.S. trade law and, and really emphasizing the Biden administration's struggle with China. So those two things at the same time, Democrats and, and some in the industry would say were conflicting. And I think so that was really the frame in which we came to the story was this argument is happening on both sides right now. And Democrats are saying these two things, these two actions from House Republicans are not in concert and one undercut the other, particularly given as those tax credits, like I said, Democrats say are really the driver for bringing manufacturing of these components back to the U.S. and ceding that dominance from China. And Josh, I know on the flip side, Republicans are also attacking, as I said, Democrats' Inflation Reduction Act and pointing to their resistance to permitting proposals, which is something I know you've been tracking closely. What are they saying there? Yeah, so Republicans say they are on the same page as far as wanting to see U.S. manufacturing of clean energy, but they say the Inflation Reduction Act's subsidies move too quickly in the direction of green. They, of course, are trying to highlight any connections to Chinese-linked companies, as we see investments stand up here, in part because of the incentives. 
And yeah, they feel like kind of a big hole in Democrats' approach to onshore a lot of the supply chain is on the mining side. We've seen President Biden reject a handful of mines, potential mines for environmental reasons. House Republicans, you know, they have their big energy bill. They passed H.R. 1, which a big component of that, of course, is easing permitting rules. And there's a whole section there, particularly for mining, to really ease the process to get a mine going, which can take up to 10 years to be permitted in the U.S. today. Democrats, we know, are are talking to Republicans about permitting reform. They recognize it as a challenge. But any provisions dealing with mining in particular are pretty thorny for Democrats. We've seen that over the years. So it remains to be seen just, you know, how much any permitting package, if one does emerge here, deals with mining in particular, you know, changes to NEPA, the National Environmental Policy Act could help mining just like any other project. But mining specific provisions are something Republicans want to see as well. And Kelsey, how is the clean energy industry responding to this partisan fight over combating China? Yeah, it's definitely something folks in the industry who I spoke to are keeping an eye on. I think they have cheered the passage of the Inflation Reduction Act, both for its incentives in there for manufacturing, but also just to build projects and kind of increase deployment of these technologies. Their argument being, you know, if you are opposed to the IRA, you can't, on one hand, rescind the Congressional Review Act effort and also repeal these tax credits, you can't stop the supply of U.S. modules and then not support any industrial policy that kind of builds those modules in the U.S. So that's an argument that I hear often. I think you'll also hear from folks not in the clean energy industry, but analysts and energy commentators in general is just this argument that Republicans haven't put forth anything to bring that manufacturing back to the U.S. in the same way that the IRA was. So until they put forward a proposal on that front, the IRA is what exists. It's what is in law. And, you know, I think there's a balance there that folks will cheer, particularly as you look to the history of the clean energy industry in the U.S., particularly for solar, for example. There was a time where we saw a boom in that, but we ceded our dominance there to China because of their use of subsidies and because of China's own focus on building these supply chains there. So I think with the IRA, you're really seeing folks say that this is better structured than the last time around and is really the attempt to kind of balance those, those two priorities. So I think in the context of China itself, this is definitely something that the industry is aware of this concern and they're seeing every facility that crops up if it's linked to China, they they expect to continue to see that pushback from Republicans. And I think it's going to be a conversation that we're continuing to have, but it's definitely one that is on their radar. And I think, you know, they're aware of and looking to see a solution be presented from, from the Republicans. But at this point, we haven't seen one. Also, on Friday, the Biden administration said it would propose a rule requiring natural gas pipeline companies to install modern leak detection hardware that would eliminate up to 1 million metric tons of methane emissions per year. The Department of Transportation said the new rule would apply to 2.7 million miles of gas transmission, distribution, and gathering pipelines, along with 400 underground natural gas storage facilities and 165 liquefied natural gas facilities. The rule coming from DOT's Pipeline and Hazardous Materials Safety Administration would also set timeframes for companies to repair all leaks that pose a risk to public safety or the environment. Cracking down on natural gas pipeline leaks would nudge the administration closer to its goal of cutting methane emissions by half by 2030. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com slash power switch. And subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. 
I'm Josh Siegel, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. Chevron is developing renewable diesel made with biofeedstock that can help reduce the life cycle carbon emissions of heavy-duty transport fuels today. Learn more at chevron.com.